Oh, hey, this is Ken Pierpont, and it's time now for another story from Bittersweet Farm, where every day is a beautiful day, and the little light in the kitchen is always on. I've been reading to you from Sunset on Summer, chapter after chapter of my first book, and I want to break in. I want to take a break to just uh, catch you up on what's been happening lately, and we will return to the reading of Sunset on Summer in future episodes of stories from Bittersweet Farm. Uh, I'm reminded of it's the spring of the year and the the temperature is rising and falling. Some days are, most days are beautiful, but some days are more beautiful than others. Some of the days out on Bittersweet Farm lately, there's been two or three days of, of snow, nothing that really stuck very hard, although one afternoon the trees uh, held the snow for a bit and it was beautiful but the grass is green and it's going to be about time soon to take the snow blade off and put the the uh, mower deck on the john deere and it's a beautiful beautiful time of the year but it reminds me of a story of uh, something that happened when the boys were smaller we were going to go on a men's retreat a camp out canoe trip up on the Pine River, it might have been early May, but it, it was a cold. We slept on the ground, and our equipment was cheap, so the cold just leached into our bodies. And by the time we got up in the morning, my goodness, we were we were cold. It had been a fitful night sleeping on the cold ground with cheap equipment. But the men were outside, and they were fellowshipping. You could smell the coffee was on, and that somebody was frying up a huge pan of crispy bacon, and so we stood around the fire that morning shivering and drinking the coffee out of styrofoam cups and eating bacon and uh, scrambled eggs, and then we were on to the river, and it was so cold. Steam was coming off the river. <laughs> the river and the air were cold, and I just thought, my goodness, I'm staying in this canoe, and I'm not going to get wet. I am not going to fall in the water. I gave everybody kind of the serious look so that nobody would think I wanted to get into a dunking contest or a water fight. And Reggie Smith was in the front of my canoe, and I was in the back of the canoe, determined to stay in control and keep us away from the banks and away from the cutouts and away from the fast water and away from the down limbs and away from anybody that looked like they wanted to flip our canoe, because my main objective was to stay warm and to stay dry, which I did all morning long as we floated down the river. It was a mid-morning when we decided that we would take a little break and maybe eat some of our snacks. And, and so I guided our canoe ashore into a, into a nice spot, a shady spot under some trees, and we slid, slid ashore, and I was sitting, you know, all the way back in the back of the canoe with my feet, you know, tucked inside the canoe and, and waiting for Reggie, you know, to get, uh, to get out of the front of the canoe and then pull the canoe up. And when he got out of the front of the canoe to pull the canoe up, he made the mistake of lifting the canoe up. Uh, I have exaggerated this story in the past and Reggie took umbrage with me about it. I said he lifted the canoe waist high and I'm sure he didn't lift it that high, but he didn't just slide it forward like you do 
because he, when he lifted it up, what happened is then all my significant weight in the back, that canoe just immediately flipped over with my weight in the back, and I wasn't expecting that, so my feet were still inside the canoe, and I didn't have time to get them out, so I just went headfirst into the deep water right there uh, and completely soaked every inch of my body, and then I got up and thought, well, Reggie would say, oh, I'm sorry, I made a mistake, but he just threw his head back and laughed, and he said, you're so clumsy. I said, I'm clumsy. Are you kidding me? You lifted the front of the canoe up. He goes, oh, don't blame your clumsiness on me. And to this day, to this day, I feel like Reggie owes me an apology. Recently, I talked to him. He said, no, he doesn't owe me an apology. I stood up on the back of the canoe, and I and I, and I, it, I was clumsy, and, and I didn't know what I was doing. It was my fault, and I'm I'm telling you, it was not my fault. It was his fault. He's the one. Do you have anybody in your life that you feel like they owe you an apology, and they feel like you were the one who uh, was at fault? Well, I think about that every once in a while on a cold spring day. But I will tell you this. I would love to sit on Reggie's porch. He lives over by Lake Michigan. I would love to have a cup of coffee with him, catch up on old times. He really is a good friend, but I wouldn't go canoeing with him again. Well, that's the story from out on Bittersweet Farm, where every day is a beautiful day, and the little light in the kitchen is always on.